are you right now? I'm in my, what used to be where I record, but today is work day at my house and I'm moving and setting up a new studio because Jimmy and Jake and El Gato sent me a bunch of stuff to get all set up. So shout out to them. Very excited. So that's what I'm doing today. But okay. I'm just hanging out in my basement. Okay, got it, got it. Of course, we are joined by Ashlyn from Mansplain Baseball Elsewhere, one of the outstanding podcasts we have as part of the John Boy Media family. So it's a big day for her because we know that she's a Braves fan, so she's got game one. We also, you're also an Astros kind of fan-ish, right? The Astros are my AL team, and my philosophy is I would like them to go as far as possible and then be beaten by the Braves. Very simple. Okay. It's Braves up for everybody, enough. but I do really like the Astros. They're a fun team. They're a fun team. I don't care. They are interesting, if nothing else. So let's get to it as we welcome you to the Saturday edition of Baseball Today. It is all presented to you by our friends over at Dugout Mugs. And let's start with game one of the ALCS. Exciting 5-4 win by the Houston Astros. Altuve hit his 20th career playoff homer. Uh, Carlos Correa hit the tie-breaking one, his 18th career playoff homer. And then check what time it was. And the Astros okay. held on despite the heroics from Kike Hernandez. So I ask you this about Carlos Correa. Uh, do you think that he is the biggest villain going right now in baseball? And if so, do you think he loves it? Yeah. Mm, um, okay. Yes, I think he loves it. He, how do I say this? Yes, I believe he is the biggest villain in baseball right now that's on the field right now there's a dude that's not on the field that a lot of people don't like either but he's not on the field right now so it's fine um you know right but as far as guys playing in and out every day I think he's absolutely the most hated I think people are coming around I think people have seen him embrace that villain role and they're doing kind of like I did they're like I mean it's kind of cool like mm -hmm. I mean he's embraced it and he's still a damn good baseball player and he's just kind of like I'm really good and if you don't like me that's fine but I'm I'm still really good so I agree with you uh on all your takes I know who you're talking about don't even need to mention his name right now yeah. um but as far as Correa here's the interesting thing about him so as he trickles closer to free agency more and more opposing team fans are coming around because they're like <laughs> Oh, I'd love it if he was our shortstop. Exactly. And the number, this is interesting, the number of Yankees fans in my mentions on Twitter who are like, yeah, I'm looking at the next Yankee shortstop. I'm sitting there going, huh, mm -hmm. like two years ago when all this stuff came out, you were like, I hate the Astros. I want nothing to do with Carlos Correa. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to um, jump on you because of it. Like, I get it. If you can, we all root for people that we don't like. Yeah. It just happens. You know, you're not going to agree with, the lifestyle or the decisions or what comes out of people's mouths all the time for your favorite teams. It's impossible. So it puts fans in a difficult position. Like the fan, there are a lot of teams out there that need a shortstop. Mm -hmm. He is probably the best young shortstop that's available out there. Yep. There's other guys you could get, but as far as clutch playoff performances, there ain't anybody better than Carlos Correa right now. Exactly. And he comes with that, that fire starter, that, Somebody's going to get the team rolling, and it's going to be him every time. Yep. So, 
I'm excited to see where he ends up. Kind of wish, sorry, Grace Sands, kind of wish it was with the Braves, but I mean, I guess we'll hang out with Dansby for wow, a while yeah. longer. Come on now. He's been just fine this year. Guy hits almost 30 home runs, makes a lot of good defensive plays. Let's, he's let's just chill. And he's got great hit. Um, by the way, did you like, did you like this thing I, or not? I loved it so much. I can't wait for it to be on a t-shirt because it will be, and I'm going to buy it. Yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, I'm all for it, and I'm all for the Red Sox paying it back, meaning yep. not throwing at him. I don't like that. Yeah. It's not going to happen in the playoff. Right. But you know what? Somebody hits a huge homer on the Red Sox, it gives them a lead, and it's going to happen at some point in this series because I think it's going back to Houston for game seven eventually. Mm -hmm. They should do the same thing yep. if it's in their personality. Exactly. Have some fun. I mean, baseball is fun, but – that extra stuff makes it even more fun. And that pulls in the people who maybe you're just watching playoff baseball or postseason baseball because it's postseason baseball, but they don't watch it all the time. But then they right. Carlos Correa or Kike or Jose or whoever going off and having fun. They're like, dang, I might watch this team in April, you know? Speaking of fun, Kike Hernandez continues to have oodles of fun. Four more hits last night, two more homers. Do you think that his personality and his exuberance for the game actually um, kind of drowns out how good a player he is? Maybe, because Kike, in my mind, the first thing I think of is he's really fun. I don't think of his baseball right. like, performance first. I, I don't. I think of the funny faces and the dancing, and like that's what I think of first. So probably, and then there's nights like last night where he has four hits and you're like, dang, he's also really good. Like he's funny and entertaining and oh yeah, he's really good. And being able to play every day in Boston versus what he was doing in LA, I think has obviously improved everything for him. And I'm really excited that he, that that move was made and he's getting to do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, listen, look at what he's done. In, in the postseason for Boston. Already at one point, he had seven straight playoff hits. Mm -hmm. I think he's the first player, what, to have – I forget how many hits it was in a, in a four-game playoff span. Is it a dozen hits, I think? That's what he's gone with in the last four games. First player in baseball history. He's got four homers. Now, we've seen him have some postseason heroics before. He had the three-homer game in the NLCS against Chicago. I think that was like 2017. Mm -hmm. Even last year, he had a couple of homers off your Braves in the NLCS. So – He's used to the bright lights. But, man, I, I can't remember a player having this much fun with the, you know, with the stakes that we have out here. Even the ball he overran and had to reach back for, like the look on his face afterward, you're like, DK, what's going on? <laughs> He's just so fun to watch. He's just fun to watch. Which yeah, he is. Now, we advance to game two. It's the early game today. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be Nathan Eovaldi going for the Red Sox. It's going to be Luis Garcia, the rookie, going for the Houston Astros. Let's keep in mind, neither starter got out of the third inning last <laughs> night. Um, how much distance do you think each of those guys needs to give their respective teams today? Like you said, I, I agree. I think this is going seven. So, I think the more length – Obviously, there's off days and all that good stuff. But the more length your starter can give you and save that and for later, save those guys for later, the better. Um, Nathan has been fantastic. The mm -hmm. love starts out, like, really, really good. Um, Luis Garcia is, like, 
an alien, I'm pretty sure. I don't know how he's done what he's done this year, but he's very fun to watch. But I hope, I hope today we get like a solid six shutty from both. And then it gets no. in the end. Yeah. I'm going to stop you right there. It's not going to happen, but I would like it. No, not against these teams. They're not pitching against the Milwaukee Brewers. This is not going to happen. They're pitching against each other. They're uh, the Astros and the Red Sox, who have great lineups. Um, here's the deal. I think Houston's in deep trouble, even though they won game one. The whole McCullers yeah. uh, injury really has forced them to go a different direction here. Yesterday, they needed seven guys out of the bullpen, and they did a remarkable job, right? They held uh, Boston to just one run. Uh, after Fromberg didn't get the job done. So they're going to need this kid. He's probably only on a pitch count of 75 to 80 pitches because right. he has blown past his innings. Yep. 80 pitches against the Red Sox at best. That give, probably gives you four innings the way they see the ball. Yeah, probably. And, and their plate discipline. So, Dusty, this is really interesting because you don't have the ability in the playoffs to play the long game the way you do in July. Right. Like if you, you know, if you're like, okay, we're going to sacrifice today for the greater good of the season. You, you don't really have that choice in a seven game series, even though you've already won one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's Lance going down. Like, he's, I mean, it changes everything because everything it changes, you know, they're guys who had in their mind were going to be relegated to the bullpen for the postseason run are back out now. Like, I don't know. Is, Odorizzi going to have a start? Is Grinky going to have a start? Like, what are – I don't know. Somebody's going to have to. Somebody's going to have to step up and start. But it's going to be interesting, to say the least. But they're going to – I mean, I don't know. But I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Oh, yeah. Listen, by the way, if you're a Boston fan, I know you're down one nothing in a seven-game series. You still have got to like exactly where you are. Um you know, because you've got Evaldi. You've got your stud going today. He's going to give him at least five. If he gives them six, they're in great, great shape. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Uh, real quick, want to mention that Dugout Mugs wants to give you free stuff. Okay, that's the best. Uh, free. I'm going to repeat that. Free, free stuff. All you have to do is film yourself taking one of your Dugout Mugs, doing them. Either take a picture, take some video, put it on your social media. You tag Dugout Mugs. You're going to be entered for a chance to win. You might say, Chris, I, I don't have anything from Dugout Mugs. How do I get involved? Aha! That's where they want to help out. You go to dugoutmugs.com slash today, and you can go get yourself a free one of these. That's right, the Knob Shop. These are all made out of baseball bats. They're great to drink out of. If you need to do a quick slammer, you go get that. All you have to pay for is the $8.95 shipping and handling. That's $8.95. And then, by the way, once you get this, you do this. Take a picture, tag Dugout Mugs on social media. You'll be entered to uh, win more free stuff. Yep. So that's the cool thing. They're riding with us all playoff long. It's dugoutmugs.com slash today. Go get yourself a free knob shot, eight ninety five shipping. Yes. A Braves fan won the first round of that yesterday. Really? Yeah. I can't remember who it was now. But, yeah, I saw it. He won. He had his um, – I think he had the mug in his Got little it. picture. But, hey, free stuff is free stuff, man. I love it. All right, let's move on to game one of the NLCS tonight in Atlanta. It's Max Freed going for the Braves. It is, who knows, going for the Dodgers yeah. at this point. 
Their, their pitching got all messed up because they went the distance and used several starters in games four and five. So because you have Max Freed going, does that make this a must win for Atlanta since the Dodgers pitching is so much in question in game one? Yes, absolutely. I think it's, I think it's must win for a lot of reasons, not just because it's at home. You have your ace on the mound. Max Freed is, is our ace. He has been amazing. He's been good all year. He's had some iffy spots here and everybody's been good all year. But since August, he's dropped dick all over everyone we've played. I don't know how else to explain it. He's been phenomenal. And he usually is in August and September and October as far as we go. He's ready to go. So you have to give him some run support. You have to win this game for him because our pitching is not as good as the Dodgers. I mean, that's – I mean, most teams aren't as good as the Dodgers. So you have to win and take advantage of the games that you have him out there. You just have to. Well, so I would normally agree with you. And Max Freed has been – I've argued that he's been the best starting pitcher basically since the end of July. And since July 23rd, he has thrown at least six innings in every start. Mm -hmm. So that's 13 straight starts. He's gone at least six innings. And it, he hasn't just been out there. He has been dominant since mm -hmm. that time. So normally I would say yes. But then I look at the rest of your rotation – I mean, when Charlie Morton goes against Walker Bueller, is that a huge edge for the Dodgers? Not the way <laughs> Charlie Martin, Morton's throwing the ball and yeah. not with his playoff pedigree. And in game three, I would imagine the Dodgers are going to go back to Max Scherzer at that point if he doesn't go today. Or Julio Urias, two great pitchers. But Ian Anderson has been fantastic. Is that that much of a drop-off? So True. I don't know. You know the a lot of people say, well, the Dodgers pitching is just so much better. It's not. It is not right now. And I know there's a huge step up from facing Milwaukee's offense, yeah. which has been putrid at times, to facing the Dodgers. So the Braves are facing a challenge. There's no question. But you don't go into it looking like, oh, my God, we can't compete. Those guys can compete, Ashlyn. They can. I, my worry with the Dodgers, more than just stacked talent to talent, Obviously, they're a talented team. That they won 106 or 10 or however many games for a reason. But they've eliminated us from the postseason two years in a row. Three, oh. th 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 two out of the last three years. Oh, so you? I see what it is. You've got it's a lot of PTSD. Yeah, they're they're in our head. They're in my head. Hopefully, they're not in their head. They're in my head. Mm -hmm. Not to say I don't think we're going to lose. I don't, I don't – I'm not going into this thinking they got us. Because, like you said, all, if our lineup shows up and their lineup shows up, our pitching is relatively even. There's not any huge discrepancies. It could be very close and very dramatic, which I don't know that I'm ready for. Ashlyn? Your bullpen, Matzik, Minter, Jackson have all pitched great. Yeah. You know what it could come down to? Will Your Smith. boy, Will Smith, who pitched yeah. so well against the Brewers. This could be his chance to shine. He's familiar with the Dodgers after his time in San Francisco. You never know. I would love that because I will uh, – Will Smith, bless his heart. He could never do it. He could never do anything right. He could close out game seven. We could win, and I would still just mm, – you're stressful. You stress me out too much. But he was really good in the last series, like really good. 
wasn't that stressful. Allowed some base runners here and there, but that's his thing. That's what he does, so it's fine, I guess. Um, I don't know. They have been really good, but dang, it's going to be stressful. It's going to be stressful. Yep. All right, let's move on. Give me one player per team who you, you expect to shine here in the NLCS. Okay, I think for the Braves, I think Jock Peterson is going to continue to be Jock Peterson. And I think there's going to be a little bit of – not that I think he's, like, got a vendetta against L.A. for letting – for not no. signing him back. That's not what I mean. But that is your old team. There's a little bit of that. Let me show out. Let me show you what you are missing out on. And he's just good. I mean, it's called Jocktober for a reason. He's just good now right. anyway. So I think he's going to continue to do what he's been doing so far this postseason. For the Dodgers, I think Cody Bellinger is going to come back and surprise everybody. And you're going to forget about, at least for a while, forget about the season. He's made some adjustments. He's making more contact. He's getting some things done. He in the last game, he that single that put him ahead. Mm-hmm. He Cody Bellinger just knows how to get the job done in the postseason. I know his batting average is like 196 or something. I don't care. Because when he gets those hits, they count and they matter and they drive in runs and they win games. And okay. he's scary for me for October. All right, for me, uh, for your team, the Atlanta Braves, everybody talks about Freddie Freeman, which they should. Everybody talked about Austin Riley being an MVP candidate. He had an awesome year. Not enough people talk about Ozzy Albies. I really think that he's like the emotional heartbeat of that team. And I know he misses his buddy Acuna, but he still always plays with a huge smile on his face. Had over a 900 OPS with a couple of bombs last year in the NLCS against the Dodgers. I think he's one of those guys that loves when the spotlight is on him. Mm -hmm. Loves it. Doesn't shy away from it. Embraces it. Continues to be exactly who he is at his core. I expect him to have a solid series. The other guy for the Dodgers who did not have a good series against the San Francisco Giants, Trey Turner. You know, it was interesting because everybody talks about the Scherzer part of this trade. Trey Turner is the reason that this team will have a chance to repeat. What he did for them down the stretch, but he didn't have good at-bats. He grounded into a ton of double plays in that San Francisco series. He was not really able to utilize his speed, which is a major weapon for him. But now he goes back to a team he is very familiar with in the National League East. He has actually hit 16 homers against them in his career. That's the most against any team. I think he has 46 RBIs against them in his career. That's tied for the most against every other team. So he's familiar with them. He's ready to do some damage. He's not the guy you're going to talk about first in that lineup right now, but he's the guy that could kill you. Yeah, we um, have a little bit of a running joke that anybody who strikes out Trey Turner will just build him a statue outside of Truist. Because he's so good against us. He's been great. It's phenomenal. It's All right. Phenomenal. Last thing we uh, we do before we get uh, we get out of here. Um, what do you think we're going to see more of in the NLCS? Shots of Freddie Freeman's son, Charlie, or celebrity shots when the series moves back to Los Angeles? Charlie by a whole lot. Everybody wow. loves Charlie. Everybody, Everybody loves, loves Charlie. Him. He's... Like, I don't know. He might be more famous than his dad at this point. It's pretty close. Ha. It's pretty close. So I, I love all the uh, workout video that yes. they had at the field and him dancing and, and doing all the high fives with the players is great. 
He's got, he seems like he's got a great personality. He's sitting right there in the front row of the Zoom media yep. session with his dad the other day. Um, it's fantastic. But I'll tell you this. T TBS and every network that carries games loves showing celebs. It's not like a Laker game out here. But when the Dodgers are good, they're going to sit them in good seats, particularly if TBS has, like, new programming they have to promote or something like yeah, that. Yeah, true. They'll, they'll take shots of that. They'll be like, there's Jason Bateman, and there's Mary Hart. So it's, True. you know, it'll be interesting to see who comes out of the woodwork for the Dodger games, too. Very much so. Maybe I'm a little biased with how much we love Charlie. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I think everybody loves Charlie. I'll just be curious to see how much camera time he gets after, uh, after game one. Yeah. I think he'll get a lot today. Oh, for sure. All right. All right. Let's make our uh, let's make our prediction on the NLCS. Give it to me. I think the Braves win, and I think it takes seven. And I think okay. I tie in game seven. All right, um, everybody that's followed along on baseball today knows that I am uh, haven't done very well. I thought that the Yankees were going to win the wild card. I thought the Cardinals were going to win the wild card. Hmm. I thought the Brewers were going to beat the Braves. I thought the Rays were going to beat the Red Sox, even though I thought they were going to be playing the Yankees. I thought the Giants were going to beat the Dodgers, even though they had, I thought they were going to play the Cardinals. So I have been terrible with this. Yes. So you do not want me to pick your team. With that being said, Ashland, I'm sorry. I'm picking the Atlanta Braves. I uh, hope we can break your curse. I really do. It, this is as bad a run as I've been on. This is as bad a run as I've been on. If we let the same team eliminate us from the postseason for the third out of four years, man, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. Ashlyn, take a deep breath. Can you enjoy the game today? Because, uh, you know, sometimes I love it when, when my team was always in the playoffs, but it's also excruciating. Can it's, you uh... – Yeah. I, normally, normally in a series like this, games one and two, I'm fine because I know there are seven and I'm not too antsy, I guess. But for this series, right. I'm going to be a – because it's the Dodgers, I'm going to be a nervous wreck the entire time. The entire time. Got it. Every runner left on base – Every missed catch, every ball that should have been a strike, I'm going to be in that case. It's going to be awesome. Uh, by the way, a lot of people in the chat are saying, okay, Rose, you have cursed it, but it only tr truly becomes a curse if Ploof agrees with you. And I don't know, I don't know who he's picking. Uh, I actually think he's picking the Braves, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. So uh, I'm not sure. He'll be back tomorrow, and he can, he can tell us who, who he ended up picking before the series started. Yeah, so, I'll some some magic to reverse the curse, I hope. Well, well listen, if you can enjoy the day, enjoy the day. And, uh, Ashlyn, it's always great seeing you. Um, Thanks for having Man's me. Man's Playing Baseball Elsewhere is the name of the podcast. Check it out. Part of the John Boy Media family. Good luck with putting together your studio. I love that. Thank you. It's going to be fun. we got to find a place awesome. for Max to read that. Yeah, good work on that. Uh, enjoy the day, everybody. We do have baseball today coming your way Sunday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific time when there's only one game, game two of the NLCS. But we'll break down what happened on Saturday. We'll look ahead to Sunday. Everybody have a great day. And don't forget, 
Go get yourself a free knob shop, dugoutmugs.com slash today. All you have to pay is the $8.95 shipping and handling, and then start slamming this bad boy, and you'll be enjoying life. We'll see everybody Sunday. Take care. See ya.